This is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we have a very special guest, Rotarian Christopher Parkinson, and he's going to talk about a very special pro- uh, project that they're working on in Honduras. And he comes from a different district. Right. Um, I'm going to let Chris tell us about that. Chris. Well, Chris, yeah. uh, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Rotary District 7870, which is southern New Hampshire and southern Vermont. And, right. Uh, and how uh, many clubs does that encompass? Uh, it's about 60. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. That's pretty good. And uh, you've got a very special project in Honduras. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, it starts, uh, we've been doing, uh, working in Honduras for the last 22 years. <laughs> so we we started, we had a Rotarian, John O'Leary from the Merrimack Rotary Club, who had worked in Honduras and knew, had many friends there. And after Hurricane Mitch in 1999 had a major impact on the country, um, he said, we need to do something. And he got together with several Rotarians from our district, uh, Ken Grabo, who's a former director of Rotary, was one. Pastor Shagovner from my club, John Sheridan. Carolyn Mew, Pastor Shagovner now, but she, she was just a governor-elect at the time. So they said, "Let's, we need to do something. So they did an exploratory group, sent down there. I went down. Ken Grabo went down. And they came back and said, okay, this is what we think we can do. One of the areas that they said we'd work in is, is uh, Don Lee Rotary, which is mm-hmm. over toward the Nicaraguan border. And the other area was in San Pedro Sula. So we worked in both those areas initially. I had done a rotary mission in Tobago for eye care. My background is is financial, so I had no medical skills or any of that nature. But I really was uh, affected significantly on that in the sense that I became sort of a junior optician, Mm. putting glasses on people. The moment for me was when this old woman put the glasses on her and she looked at her tattered Bible and then she grabbed my hands and said, God bless you. No. Oh, that's tremendous. That's that's one of those great rotary moments. Rotary moments, yeah. Yeah. I was hooked on international service. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Chris Park, Rotarian Chris Parkinson, there was a a hurricane, you said, in in Honduras and many of your fellow Rotarians went down there to look it over. How bad was the devastation? Oh, it was significant. Bridges wiped out, parts of villages wiped out. Water was a major problem because pure, pure water is a major problem anyway. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Drinking water. But drinking water. Yeah. So yeah, there was there was a lot of lot of issues. And Honduras, from what I've read, is it's the second poorest country in the Western Hemisphere to begin with. So Correct. this obviously made matters even worse. Exactly. Yeah. So Chris, what is it that the Rotarians decided to do to help uh, folks in Honduras? And did you contact Rotarians down in Honduras to, you know, liaison with them and see what they needed? Well, initially, as, as because I really was interested in doing international service, when, I, when they said, let's do something in Honduras, I said, well, sign me up. The person that was supposed to lead it had a heart attack. They oh. called me and said, hey, would you mind leading it? And so I basically, one of my slogans is never let the fact that you don't know what you're doing stop you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we call that in, in Rotary being voluntold. So, all right. So, so now you're at the head of the project, and yeah. Uh, so we, the, what you the do? First mission, uh, we had I had a couple of co- uh, co-leaders, and uh, so we divided and conquered. I went to Dunley. One of my other leaders went to uh, San Pedro Sula. Over the years, we kind of worked out what our best mission was, uh, and so we kind of developed the, these are the areas we could do have the most impact, and the, and those basically three areas were medical and dental brigades. So mm-hmm. we. 
medical and dental. And then we also would build schools or school additions or repair schools. Mm -hmm. And then basically um, the third area was pure water uh, projects and sanitation projects. So those are the major three emphasis that we've had. When we went initially, there's no way we thought we were going to be here for 22 years. It was really been a situation where each time we go down, we just, it's amazing how impassioned people become and how they return because they want, and they want to go back. That's the key. Now, uh, a group of Rotarians from uh, New Hampshire and Vermont went down. Uh, did you uh, hook up partnership with the Rotarians in that area? Because Rotarians yeah, we, are we, all over the country. We have 1.4 million members, 30 some odd thousand clubs, and I'm sure we've got them in, in uh, Honduras. We do, and, and we don't uh, presume to know what the best projects should be or where we should serve. Right. Uh, those, those Rotary clubs develop what the projects should be, the areas that we should serve with respect to uh, medical and dental brigades as well. So so we, we take our direction from, from those rotary clubs. So you went down to Honduras and uh, you brought doctors and dentists. Uh, were all the doctors and dentists Rotarians or were they from uh, volunteers no, from usually, other groups? Usually our team size is in the probably 18 to uh, 28. We can't take any more than 28. And of that, probably a quarter of them is our, our Rotarians. We have a lot of non-Rotarians. And I think I think it probably should be said that I'm sure these doctors and dentists volunteered their time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, everybody volunteers. It's 100% paid. You pay for your own way, the travel expenses, etc. And we're going to find out more about this great uh, Rotary Volunteer Project in Honduras from our terrific guest, Rotarian Christopher Parkinson, after Kathy tells us who keeps us healthy by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary sponsored by Salisbury Bank, Third Eye Associates, Hunt and Harvest Caterers, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Goshen Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Are there wedding bells in your future? Hi, this is Rotarian Cindy Kish. Hunt and Harvest is a full-service catering company covering the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, the Berkshires, New York City, and beyond. Although we specialize in wedding celebrations, we are also available for all of your special occasions. We recently opened Hunt and Harvest Provisions, a place where you can purchase our handmade products, prepared meals, and desserts, as well as specialty grocery items. We are conveniently located in the village of Millbrook at 18 Washington Avenue. Contact us today at Provision provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. That's provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation. We raise funds from donations and from events such as our annual luncheon, bowling tournament, and memorial golf outings. We give the money to programs that champion prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects are scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Duchess Overdose Awareness Memorial. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. You're listening to Magic 92.5. WGHQ. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. 
Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. Magic 92.5 WGHQ has a community calendar page which is full of great local events happening here in the Hudson Valley. And you can find that on our website, WGHQ.FM. But here's something that you won't find on there. The New York State Department of Labor is conducting a transgender employment study to support and improve the employment of transgender New Yorkers. Nationwide studies have found that transgender persons face higher rates of unemployment, workplace discrimination, and harassment. So the New York State Department of Labor is looking for people who are transgender and gender non-conforming to share your experiences with these situations. The Department of Labor Commissioner Roberta Reardon, who's managing the study, said it's essential that they hear from these people in our communities to better understand the unique challenges they face in the workplace. This will help create equal opportunities and protections for all workers. This study ends June 30th. All information shared will be completely confidential and only be used for purposes of the study. The website address for this study is extremely complicated, but it's easy to find if you Google search New York Study Transgender Employment. Again, do a Google search for New York Study Transgender Employment to participate in the New York State Department of Labor survey. This has been a special community calendar message from Magic 92.5 WGHQ. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Boisser. And with me is my co-host and our producer, Kathy Kruger, who, as part of her job, books terrific guests. And guest today is terrific. He's Chris Parkinson of uh, the Rotary Club uh, up in uh, Vermont or New Hampshire. Remind me, Chris. Yeah, my club is Bow, New Hampshire. And uh, when when and where do you meet? We meet Friday mornings at 7.30. Whoa, he's an early one. Where now? At the Old Town Hall in Bow. Okay. And, uh, you know, food is very important to Rotarians. You guys have a breakfast there? We do. And how's the food? That's very good. Very good. If you're not in Chris's area but still want to join the fun, the food, the fellowship, or Rotary, (laughs) go to Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button. Find uh, the name of your uh, Rotary Club in your hometown. Join us and join great service projects like Chris is going to tell us about what's happening in Honduras. Now, Chris, for those who may have tuned in late, remind us about your service project in Honduras. How did it start and what do you folks do? Again, after Hurricane Mitch, we decided we wanted to do something uh, really to help the people in Honduras. And so we uh, organized uh, mission teams. And for the last 22 years, the first mission team was in 21. And we've had over that period of time, uh, we've had 30 mission trips and six were to San Pedro Sulu and 24 to Don Lee. We stopped in San Pedro Sulu because of the danger, a little too dangerous over there. Um, and even today, it's it's dangerous, but in the Secretary of State warnings not to go and all that. But we talked to our Rotarians in Don Lee and they assure us that things are, are good, you know, good for us to come. And how many of those trips have you been on in the past 22 years? Yeah, I've been in 22 years. I've been uh, 14. Oh. Uh, some of those were double missions. So I did more, uh, two missions in a, in a trip. Hmm. Oh, really? And I have to, you know, this is a man who is not only Rotarian Christopher Parkinson, but this is past district governor Chris Parkinson. So this is a man who has done more than double duty as, as a <laughs> Rotarian. So... And, yeah. and Chris, remind us again, this, these are, you, you've done medical care, you've done dental care, you've done schools, 
this is and water you've this you've kind of gone full circle with this whole mission have you not yeah and again we didn't expect that we'd well this went 22 years ago but um basically the report card at this point in time over those 22 years we've seen over 28,000 patients um wow. we've built uh, eight new schools we've had five new school additions well, say that again we, how many new schools we built eight new schools five school additions and uh. 19 schools. We provide school uniforms, which are required in, in Honduras for about, this is conservative, with more than 350 students. Oh my gosh. Um, pure water uh, filters. Uh, we work with Pure Water for the World. Uh-huh. Um, and we've installed water filters that serve uh, more than 57,000 people. We've put it in a lot of latrines as well, sanitation systems. And we used to, we don't do this anymore. We shipped seven 40-foot containers and three ambulances in terms of medical supplies. And now, you, you mentioned that uh, you had gone on a mission early in your rotary career about eyesight. And of course, you're not an, uh, an oculist. You're not a uh, optometrist. Uh, if folks want to join you, they think, well, this is great. I want to join Rotary. I want to join this service project in Honduras. But I'm not a dentist. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm a mechanic. I'm a photographer. I'm a lawyer. Uh, do you train people in, in how to help uh, outside those professions? Yeah, anybody can come. Uh, truly, uh, we will we'll find a we'll find a role for them. Uh, we're capped at 28 people because of the size of the bus, but we have not had an issue that way. Uh, we've had a number of people that are not Rotarians, a teacher from Fairhaven, Vermont, that's been on 13 missions, um, and she's not a Rotarian. We've also gained Rotarians out of this, people that... sure. Rotary right. Joined Rotary. Um, I, I I don't know if you've heard about Rotoplast before, where we do um, cleft lip and palate repairs on children um, all over the world. And we've always told people, too, because half of the missions are are people who are not dentists or doctors or nurses. I happen to be a nurse, so that's my love. Um, Bunny Webb, who was a past district governor, used to tell people, you, all you have to do is love children or, or love helping people. That's the only qualification you need to go on missions like this. You know, so. So, yeah. so, Chris, get get us in a little more detail of these projects. Now, uh, what what did when you went when you go down there? Uh, I mean, building a school, we understand hammers, nails. Wood, but water purification, how do you go about doing that? Uh, again, we work with Pure Water for the World. Um, those funds are raised typically through a grant process. Sometimes we may just provide money to, to help a particular project. This particular past year, for example, we installed um, four latrines and three, we repaired three other latrines at a school. And we also installed some water lines. So those schools serve the community, serve the students, but they also serve the community. So it has a fairly big reach. And Pure Earth World actually not only installs the filters or the latrines, but they also uh, follow up, check, make sure everything's being done right, provide education around sanitation and pure water. Ah, You know, it's very important, uh, the, the bathroom facilities that you're talking about, for the continuing education of young women. Because as a girl matures, she becomes a little bit more interested in privacy uh, for a variety of reasons. And if a school doesn't afford that kind of privacy, they drop out. That's been found in Africa and, mm -hmm. and South America and Central America. And by assuring their education, you've got a healthier economy, healthier families. So this is a very important thing. People will think, well, you know, Latrine, what's the big deal? It is very important. It is. It is. So, uh, Chris, uh, do you have a website that people can look at to see what this is all about? Yeah, it's a part of the District 7870 um, website. So just Rotary District 7870, and you'd see a, a tab for the Amigos de Honduras. And, and folks, how did get a, if folks don't um, get a pencil and paper, we'll have Chris repeat that in the next portion of the show. Kathy. 
Right. That's what I was getting to. I'm glad Jonah brought it up is how is this all funded? I'm sure there were district grants and maybe global grants, but you must have had, did you have fundraising? How did you go about it all? Well, we mostly the, the, uh, the clubs and Rotarians and some of the people that have gone in, in the past, uh, we do, we do put the word out that we need, need funds. Typically a, a, a year's project, a set of projects could be from 12 to Twenty thousand mm-hmm. um, uh, dollars. We have a golf tournament that the uh, district puts on. That half of those proceeds go to us. Um, but it's it's a, most everything is, is really by the clubs. And uh, this year, we have a Rotarian that was formerly of Springfield, Vermont, but now is in Lancaster. Well, he's my he's my co-leader, Dave Lawrence, and he's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, ah. And his club donated twelve thousand dollars. Wow, computer slash computer library facility that we built. Um, and it, it serves uh, 40, th- four, yeah, 400 students in Dunley. Um, mm. It was a great project, one of the better projects we've been on. Um, and really, we don't build at all. We work with a, a, a Mason group, you know, hired um, Honduran. And in this case, it was uh, Antonio and his two sons, Angel and, and Jose. That was one of the best uh, situations we've had. Wow. You know, we're going to find out more about this terrific project down in Honduras from Rotarian and past district governor Chris Parkinson right after these messages. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. You're listening to Magic 92.5 WGHQ, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. 
We all want the same thing. Peace. And Rotary Clubs are making it happen. Through international scholarships to promote peace around the world. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Make this the year that you commit to slowing down. The New York State Department of Transportation has issued a warning to all drivers. They're aggressively watching for people speeding in our communities and especially in construction zones on major highways. People always ignore the cones and signs telling them to slow down in work zones. But you need to understand that they're not just there for decoration. It's time to take that message seriously and slow down because real people are working in the area where you're driving. You would be furious if people were always making your work area a dangerous place and putting your life at risk every day. But that's what you're doing when you ignore the signs telling you to slow down. Almost every day, a road crew worker is hurt or even killed because of drivers, people like you, blasting their way through a construction zone. So think about that when you're behind the wheel. You want a safe workplace, and so do they. And remember, just because it's nighttime, don't think nobody is there. Because these days, many construction and maintenance crews work nights and overnights. It's not just a 9-to-5 job. Don't prioritize your rush to get somewhere over someone else's life. because you may have to live with regret for the rest of your life. This is a safe motoring reminder from the New York State Department of Transportation. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasa. With me is our producer and my co-host, Kathy Kruger. And Kathy, you've booked a terrific guest. Why don't you introduce him to the folks? Yes, we have here past district governor, Christopher Parkinson. Um, and he is telling us about this absolutely wonderful program that the mission that they have in, in Honduras that they have just done for 20 years. Is that correct? 22, right? 22 years. Yeah. You keep telling me that and it keeps going. I, I'm just astounded. <laughs> and um, they've done, uh, built schools, five schools um, and, or, I'm sorry, eight schools and five additions. I'm, I'm trying to get the numbers correct here. You've done so much. Um, but they've also, I want you to expand a little bit because I've also read that you've also to, um, built a youth center and a, a drug rehab facility. I mean, this is just something that it just is not something that you hear about when somebody um goes out and, and 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 does a mission and and does dental work and and medical work and then they do this on top of it. So please expand a little bit about your youth center and your drug rehab facility. Well our participation in the youth center um and the and the drug rehab facilities um was only to help construct. So we we don't we don't staff or or any of that. So it was it was uh, Quite a long time ago that we, we we helped out but again we we go by whatever the rotary club feels um in that area what we should work on right what that's was needed yeah. projects yeah so that's that's the key thing i think from the standpoint of of somebody going on a, on a mission trip and you don't you know you don't need to be a rotarian usually you're a friend of a rotarian if you're not a, if you're not there or i recruit medical and dental i always need medical and dental people mm-hmm. um, but uh the three things that you kind of I'm away with is the team camaraderie. We've always had really wonderful team chemistry. Um, the meeting of, of Rotarians in, in, in Honduras and developing those relationships. And then the people, the people that you interact with, especially the smiles of the kids. And, and it's always so fun. If you, even if you don't know Spanish, you can, you can uh, play the English Spanish game, you know, yeah. uh, in English shirt and <laughs> Espanol. So, so it's uh, so it works out well, and and that's really provides a great a great impact. And I ask the the team each year should we come back, and and it and that's a re, I get a resounding we have to keep coming back. 
Right. Yeah. That's why I've been at it for 22 years. And Chris, what you say is very important. When you go around the world, I've traveled around the world. We've, I've covered a lot of the rotary conventions, uh, bringing our radio rotary microphones to many countries around mm-hmm. the world. No matter where you go, in the United States, around the world, you go to a rotary club, you're treated like a long-lost cousin. Uh, it's, it's a great bond of friendship that is forged in the crucible of service above self. And there's no greater example of that than Christopher Parkinson and his fellow Rotarians who have done tremendous work in, in Honduras over the past 22 years. So, Chris, if I gave you a magic wand, unlimited funds, what would you like to see uh, done in, in uh, Honduras besides what you've done already, which is magnificent? Well, I think I think um, what we, we, we I think we just continue our mission of, of what we, we do. Uh, we keep looking at other things, possibly microloans and that kind of things, but um, so far, we haven't ventured there. Uh, we've kind of just stayed with what we know, and uh, and that's worked out well. And it's it's fairly significant now. Even when I don't go, I have to do all the coordination for setting up the projects. And, mm-hmm. you know. Now, you mentioned the water project. I know uh, we've interviewed uh, Rotarians who have gone to Africa for water projects, and they have done uh, wells that are powered by solar motors, solar, solar-powered motors, so that people don't have to buy expensive gasoline. But the village has one central spigot. Everyone brings their little buckets and jars and gets the water from one central spigot. They don't have what we're used to in America where, you you know, you've got the water pipe right into your house. What's the situation in Honduras? Well, it varies. Um, a lot of times our projects are out in fairly remote areas. We, we work out of a hotel in Don Lee, which we're very comfortable with. It's probably oh. a two and a half star hotel, but it really serves our needs quite right. well. And we go out on from there and work on, on the various projects. Our medical and dental team actually travel. The model that we now have taken is to bring care out into the hillsides where they have less access to care. So mm-hmm. they're a the that they set up and take down every day, move to a different village. The local Rotarian Don Lee Club advertises that will be there on that day. Now, you're talking about the medical and dental team, uh, like the old MASH hospitals, you know, mobile army surgical units that uh, would break down and, and, and uh, set up in various parts. What about the x-ray machines and the dental drills and all the uh, paraphernalia that happens in, in medical and dental work? They just well, the put it on their backpack is, and take it along with them? They bring they bring their own equipment, but generally speaking, it's a little frustrating for, frustrating for the dentists. They they do do an amazing job. They saw mm-hmm. 150 patients this last year, and they pulled something on the order of 200 teeth. Um, yeah. Fortunately, it's mostly just pulling teeth. And dental, and we do, do dental education, and, and in the past we've done, um, um, you know, trying to trying to – more preventive things, but it's, it's a lot of pulling teeth. But you have, you do have a, a clinic there. Do you not? Or, well, we, we did that, but that didn't, that didn't work so well. Feeling that the, we did build a clinic in, in Don Lee. It's now used for street kids uh, instead. Um, so they, they changed the, the okay the, that structure. Um, but it's, um, which is very important as well. Right. The, exactly. Yeah. For the street kids to get, to get uh, meals and, and education. So the model we use now is to move from village to village, and they're working in in little plastic seats or or schools. School typically it's a school that we're working out of for the medical and dental team, and uh, so the, the facilities aren't aren't. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and we I I've been on missions to Haiti too with my club. We do the same thing. We go to churches and we sent set it up as a as a yeah. clinic too. So I I understand exactly what you're talking about. You and do think, what you can when you can do it. You know. Right. I think we ought to stress that these dentists and doctors and all these Rotarians not only are not getting paid for their time, but they 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 spend their own money to get down there, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. we, 
bring at least one suitcase full of medical supplies and then right. it's with us. So that's how we get our, our down there. And probably, you know, over the years, we've, we've brought several, uh, 13.5 tons, I guess, of medical supplies, wow. just cases, something like that. So if the folks at home are interested in volunteering or, uh, giving you a helping hand. Uh, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, again, I'd go to our district site, um, District 7870, uh, and, and the information's out there, and my contact information is out there as well, so they can email me if they're interested. If they're interested in me presenting, I, mm-hmm. I certainly uh, would be willing to do that, that. That's how I tend to raise money. Usually, if I'm in person, I usually, I'm a, they call me the singing governor, I was governor. Oh, sorry? Song that I sing at the end of, of each presentation uh, that I wrote for Rotary, actually. And ah. So it, it actually works out well. It's actually been written in three three languages now. So All right. Oh. So, Chris, uh, in the few seconds we have left, invite everybody to come see your website and join your team going down to uh, Honduras. Yeah, the name of the song that I wrote is Won't You Come Along With Me? So that's oh. great. That's really the theme. Uh, it's uh, It really makes a difference. It may, has made a difference in my life. I got an email yesterday from my friend Ricardo. And they had just a celebration. They had named a school in my honor. Oh, congratulations. Like, That's like very nice to, uh, to see that. So. All right. And your district, Rotary District, again, is? District 7870. Google that, folks, and join them. Join a great guy like Chris Parkinson on a great project on Doris. Thank you, Chris Parkinson, for everything you do to make the world a better place for Rotary. And thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Thank and Chris, you, Chris. Who do we, uh, and Kathy, who do we have to thank for putting Radio Rotary on the air by being our sponsors this week? We have to thank Mental Health American of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill, East Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley, and the Rotary E-Club of District 7210. My co-host Kathy Kruger in our production director randy turner this is jonah trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of radio rotary and don't forget our website radio rotary now.org